It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off limit for these potty mouth foul mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth. About saggy tits and anal warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No, no. holes barred. Hi, Laura. Hello, darling. Do you know what I thought? Um, I hear on so many other podcasts that we don't do. Uh, is to have like a pre, like a pre-recorded intro just to explain what the podcast is about. Oh, should we do that? Yeah, I think maybe we should. So we just say hi and welcome to No Holds Bar, the podcast where me and la, 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 talk about what it's that and then it's just played every. How week, do I so- get? How do I? How do you get a me and then I get a? Well, you didn't even say my name. It was just a practice, don't worry. Oh. Um, yeah, I think we should do that. Because then if uh, just to imagine if someone that doesn't know who we are, imagine that, Laura, someone who didn't know who we are. Do you not think the theme tune gives it away? Yeah, maybe it does. Yeah, maybe it does. I feel like I don't know that there, unless we were to talk it out and be like, um, I've forgotten <laughs> what is our theme tune. <laughs> it's um, time to chat some bollocks. Some bollocks about fanny, fanny tits and bum. bum. Um, yeah, maybe just there's no like context to it though. So you might just be like, oh, that's a funny little tune. But then if you actually said, oh, this podcast is about, this has gone on for too long now. We don't need to do it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's just a this already. It's a shit idea. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Just all round, if you're listening to this for the first time and we've still managed to grasp your attention, we basically talk about filth. Well, we're already about five minutes in, so they've definitely turned off because they're just like, us. It can't be five minutes in. Um, can I just say that the last week, editing last week's episode took me so long because we talked so much shit. <laughs> it was the most random brain fart episode I think I've ever, ever, ever edited of us. It made me laugh a lot, but it was just like the, <laughs> two fleas speaking about topics that were like, bang, bang, bang. <laughs> like absolutely not related and I had to try and link it together Isn't that our brains? It, yes, it is So I just think that episode probably was just part of true reflection of who we are It is a true reflection of who we are <laughs> True reflection of our brain processing um, How are you? How are you coping with the summer holes? Well, I'm still here I think I might have said that last week um, I was ill actually I'm just just getting over it now, but I felt rough as fuck yesterday. Oh, no. Yeah, and guess what? What? Steve, Steve went to work. Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, obviously, he spent quite a large proportion at home, the early part of this shit, looking after me, but how fucking dare he? <laughs> he came upstairs yesterday morning, and you know, when you're just like, just fuck off. Yeah. He was like, I feel so bad leaving oh. you. Like are you well, not sure bad enough, you're... Steve. Because if you did, yeah. you'd while in his cycling gear, ready oh god, to that's even to more work. infuriating. You don't feel fucking bad. You're gonna fuck <laughs> off anyway because you know you don't want to have to deal with the kids all day. Which FYI, neither do I. But I'm gonna fucking have to anyway. I hate so, looking after kids when I'm ill. It's the I hate worst. looking after my kids when I'm not ill. But when you are <laughs> so, ill, it's just like much worse. I watched your story just day. Is that why they had you had the TV? day of just chilling yeah because i yeah. really didn't feel very well you oh, need those God. days though don't you yeah and you know what since the summer holidays have started actually i've done something with them every day like i've proper parented them yeah um 
with activities and yesterday and marginally today I've just thought no I can go right in the fuck bucket they can crack on I honestly think that children need to be bored sometimes I've read a lot about it and it's apparently it's really good for their imagination thank god (laughs) so my kids are going to be fucking amazing authors who write incredibly (laughs) imaginative in fact I've got I've I've got the next Tolkien Tolkien, is that Tolkien. his name? <laughs> As in J.R. Tolkien. That one. Is it named J.R.? Fuck no. Is that, is, aren't you thinking of, no, I was thinking of R.J. Kipling. No, these are all I'm just made up I'm thinking of J.R. Now. from Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we actually have no knowledge of anything. <laughs> Ever. About anything. <laughs> we can't remember anything. It's insane. It's oh that my guy God. that wrote Lord of the Rings. That one. Did he write? No, he didn't. He did, yeah. That's, that's Tolkien, yeah. yeah. That's right. Absolutely no bullshit. Just going to put it out there. Hate Lord of the Rings. Do you like it? Can't actually believe you'd say that. (laughs) I feel like that was a. I thought Peter Jackson wrote it, but he actually directed (laughs) it, didn't he? Yeah, he was the director. That's how much I love Lord of the Rings. Okay, Okay. I know who directed the movie. When it first came out, I was I was all over that shit. I went to the cinema to watch it and was so bored. I'm not very three. No fucking hell, no That's way. Nine hours of your life. I know. I just went to see the first one. I'm not. I'm not very good. I don't know. <laughs> I, I've had this a lot in well in my life. I just I don't have the attention span for things that bore me at all. But I cannot oh hide God, it. I'm your friend, I guess. <laughs> Is this a compliment to me? Mate, you would fucking know if you bored me. <clears throat> so I act like a teenager. I'm literally like, oh, oh, like I can't help myself. It's so juvenile. I do it and it's so obvious. I've been to so many training sessions, training days where I've just been so bored that I've I've literally just done massive eye rolls and sighed really loudly and everyone's looked at me like I'm an absolute cunt. I can't imagine you doing that though because you're so socially anxious. I know, but I can't, like, my brain can't, I can't handle it. Like I cannot, can't stay in those situations. Maybe I need to be bored more often. Maybe. Maybe, Maybe that's what it is. And when it. my children turn around and say, I'm so bored, I'd be like, well, that's actually scientifically proven to be really good for you. Yeah, go away and be bored. I'm not going to feed you vegetables tonight. We're going to get takeaway. But I know that actually boredom-wise, <laughs> that will make up for the fact that you've had your five a day. <laughs> Didn't you have a takeaway tonight? Yeah. What did you have? Don't ask, because I know you'll be livid. Oh, no, what is it? Domino's. McDonald's. Oh, McDonald's again. Oh, God, yeah. You love your McDonald's, don't you? I am a McDonald's slag. It was the easiest thing to feed the kids because I was running late again. You know what? As somebody who absolutely does not cope very well with lateness, I I do quite a good job of running late on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, because you know that I'm just sat here looking like Googling Parquet, so don't worry about it. Well, Steve <laughs> said, Auntie Vicky won't mind. No, I never oh, mind. Auntie Vicky. It's a really, this is an excuse not to um, do bedtime for me. Well, it's Steve's having to deal with that shit show, which exactly. quite frankly, I don't give a fuck about. That's why I really like doing evening records. FYI, everyone, we're doing evening records at the moment because of the summer holidays. Yeah. Childcare. But I actually really like doing evening records now. Remember, I used to be too much banana because it was so late. Like, yeah, oh, I was so late, but I think I've got past those it, days now. It's because it's light. I think yeah, when it becomes true. wintry, that's when you'll hate it because it will have already been dark for four hours. Yeah, that's true. That's I yeah. fucking hate the winter. Anyway, we've not asked how you are. How are you? <laughs> All right. I just, uh, like I just said, I feel like this week has flown by. I don't understand where time is going. Just in this weird little vortex of working. Just work, 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 work. That's it. 
Work it, bitch. Work it, bitch. Um, has anything exciting happening? Um, Edith was awake for two and a half hours in the middle of the night last night. Oh, that's precious. Like, fucking that Is she kid. still um, coordinating or correlating or whatever? Yeah, what was she know, doing? Consolidating. She's been really good, actually. She's been doing, you know, sleeping through and then waking up at like 6.30, which for me, that's a very acceptable wake-up time. I know it to isn't me, for you. No. Um, but I'm, I'll take that. Uh, but then the last couple of nights, she's not been very well and she keeps waking up. And it's like, oh Lord. last night she was just going, pat me, pat me. How are you even remotely okay? As in like two and a half hours of being told to pat someone, I think I'd be on the, I'd be no, on so the edge. I, what I did was I sneakily was like, Rob. You need to get Edith some medicine. And then we got the medicine and he brought it upstairs. And I was like, oh, you give it to her. And then as he was giving it to her, I just basically just disappeared and went back to bed. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Because I knew that the minute she went, he went into the room, she wouldn't be interested in me anymore. She'd just yeah. want him. And that's exactly what happened. Oh, look at you mixing <laughs> signals. It's only, you know, good when it's convenient to you, isn't it? <laughs> No, Rob, don't fucking go in her room. Rob, go in her room. <laughs> exactly. That is exactly what I, I do. I don't understand why our husbands are so confused by our um, cues. Yeah, no, we're, we're so black and white. It's just, come on. I, I hate to bring it back to me. Yeah. Obviously, I'm now the owner of tortoises. <gasps> oh, my God. Yes, that's what we need to talk about. <laughs> this is so fucking hilarious. I've seen the snaps on your Instagram. Um, yeah. Tell me, tell me about it. Talk me through it. What happened? <laughs> Well, what happened was someone around the corner from me had two tortoises. Right. And Steve was like, we're not getting two tortoises, Laura, because I don't even want one. And then I messaged her back and said, yes, we'll have them both. <laughs> and I went round I went so round to her house. Getting a tortoise, is she like, is she rehoming them or are they yeah. new baby ones or what? No, I don't want those because they're too much hard work. I've done baby years. So these are Is a baby tortoise genuinely too much hard work? What the fuck does it do? Yeah, because you've got to put them under a fucking heat lamp. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Shit, they need UVA, UV fucking B. They need, you know, factor 50. It's just, no. What? Really? They don't obviously need factor 50. Oh, okay. I I genuinely believe that. (laughs) Yeah, no. So I've got adult ones, so they're eight. Seven and eight, I think. Uh, So I went round to the house the following day, which is not impulsive at all, and managed to coerce the husband to basically bring not only the tortoises but the five and a half foot enclosure that he had built for them right into his house five so and a he, half foot are you mental he, could, he couldn't even fucking get it out of his door <laughs> he was like, oh, i forgot i built it inside the house so i don't know how to get it out i was like keep coming keep just coming. take the door Leave off the hinges now. it's fine <laughs> <laughs> basically i'm not leaving without that fucking thing um, and showed up at the door. <laughs> I was like, hi, Steve. <laughs> With a random stranger, a large wooden box and two tortoises. <laughs> Steve was like, it's like you thought I was meant to know who the fuck the guy was <laughs> and what was going on. I had no idea. We, we, not like, we discussed this, Steve. We discussed yeah, this. He fucking loves them already. Oh, They're legends. One of them's bitten Toby already, but whatever. Oh shit, really? What was the bite like? Is it hard? I don't, I wasn't here, but there was no blood. Okay. I can't even imagine what their teeth are like. Because they're, what's it's their beaks. teeth? They have beaks. They have beaks, so no teeth. Not like a blackbird beak. <laughs> it's like. I'm thinking I can, their, yeah, I know. mouth. Yeah. It's a, there's it's, no it's teeth. Like a, so. Yeah. There's no it's fine. Yeah. Are they, they hard though? Are they, what are they, two boys? 
yeah two boys no i don't think well ours aren't aggro ours are pretty chill but obviously i mean if if i were animal i'd probably bite toby too to be honest he's quite pokey i imagine i mean i've never met him but yeah he's he is that's exactly what he is i came downstairs today to find an absolute blood massacre in my garden <gasps> i saw this oh my Explain. lord Laura. it was are you I, being over I was the so dramatic? Confused. I thought no, you no, could no. be over dramatic about this. I, it looked like someone had like thrown loads of red paint on the floor, like just splattered loads of red paint all over the place. But it, it covered a massive area. One of them probably died. I, I think they probably did. There was just fucking blood everywhere. But the worst part was it was just shit everywhere as well. So it was like they were fighting and then just dropping turds left, right and centre as they were fighting. The bit that made me laugh is the fact that you said, I think it was a nervous One of them amongst them, because they were all solid and there was just one that was like pure liquid. It was like, oh, he was the one that was losing. He's like, oh my God, <laughs> this is bad. I shouldn't have gone into this garden. And then the other one, or one of them had done a fucking shit on my succulent. It was just, it was upright in the succulent like that. Just run on us. Hey, bastards, I hate them. I hate them. I think it's just urban foxes. It's just another like feral level, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, how dare we build on effectively <laughs> where they would have naturally lived. And hello, I live in city. I live in London. I'm not being responsible for that. Yeah. It's like London's been around for quite a long time now. Get over not it, foxes. Not that long, really. Not that <laughs> not long. That long. <laughs> um, right, I've got some uh, follow-up little bits and bobs um, from previous episodes of people just writing in. I don't know what you'd call these. House, house business. What? No, not house business. What's it called? Tidy up time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again, we've just made up two complete sayings. Let's just go with it. It's... House rules, tidy up time. Um, so uh, remember you said that you hated your kids saying, reet. Yeah. It's actually yeet, not there reet. There you go. Yeah. Like yeast. Like what? Yeast. Like yeast. <laughs> but it's without this. Yeet. <laughs> yeet. God, God knows what it means. Um, so there was that little one. And then this is the other one. Uh, so hello, I have a solution to the Agony Aunt Viagra problem. We had yep. a couple of weeks ago, remember, about um, the couple who wanted more spont- spontaneity in their relationship, but he relied on Viagra yep. to get an erection. Uh, her quote, lazy penis. Uh, so this lovely person has just messaged and said, I have a spinal injury and because of medication for nerve damage, I have the same, pro- I had the same problem. Well, here is the answer. The doctor can switch you to a different pill called Taladifil, which you chop each pill into four pieces and you take one piece a day and never have that problem again. <gasps> that the, the French call this pill the long weekend as that ha- that's how long one pill can last. I hope this helps your agony writer. And then, oh. you, and then they wrote, the advice for this was given to me by the erection department of the NHS. <laughs> There's an actual department called the erection department. I, I really don't think it's called that. Well, <laughs> it just made me laugh. Oh, bless her. I'm guessing that was a guy that wrote that. Yeah. That's amazing. Thank you for that. I mean, you know, uh, erectile dysfunction, as I believe it's called, yeah. um, affects loads of men. So go, go to your GP. If you go to your GP, then you can treat it in that way. I'm, I bet you can't get that pill over the counter. No. I mean, also don't quote you on how you've just said it either. No, I know. Absolutely not. Maybe we'll spell it out. T-A-L-A. I think it is. Teladifil. Oh, my God. And then I've got one more, which just made me fucking piss my pants. Um, So, you know, recently we've had quite a lot of um, unflushable turd stories. Yeah. So this is apparently (laughs) a floating poo hack. 
I, I, I don't know. I'm going to put out there. I'm not sure how keen I am on trying this. So this is what you have to do. I'm intrigued. Ladies, all you have to do is take a piece of toilet paper, grab the poo, and push it down into the water <gasps> and tuck it up back up the other side of the U-bends. <laughs> is that... Is that like, do you honest, is that really a hack? That feels oh. pretty involved to me. And just so you know, toilet paper is is very absorbent. It's so very, it, the minute it's touching that water, it's turning to mush. <laughs> but um, not only that, if you're trying to protect your hand from the shit, I do believe that that is, is not going to be effective. If anything, it's going to act as like a gluey glove for it, it isn't w- it? It would be a gluey glove. Like you're going to pull the tissue back out and your hands <laughs> would just be, it would be like paper mache. <laughs> paper mache and then the fact that you have to grab it and push it down into the water now the water comes up that that water comes up quite high that you're going elbow deep into you ben if you do that i can't i couldn't cope that's it that feels yeah far more stressful to me asking for some kind of salmonella salmonella (laughs) salmonella salmonella um then they say then you just flush the toilet and it should be gone as it's already past the obstacle of getting under the u-bends anything other than a floater probably wouldn't work but worth a try but what's other than a floater what is that poor bitch (laughs) to go through how many of those torpedoes has she dropped (laughs) and then underneath the (laughs) u-bend toilet bare ass splayed across the bathroom floor desperately tugging it up around the u-bend i'm going to say you should remove your rings for that absolutely mate you'd have so many poo particles on you oh, well, not only that i don't know about you but when i wee, when i poo i wee so you're oh, just yeah, gonna come in maybe you could do an initial flush that would take the piss away so that you've got clear water to then fist to be fair you don't know it's a non-flusher until you flushed so very true so hopefully the piss will be away it's not an ideal hygienic place is it unless you've got rubber gloves maybe at a stretch then you could do it who carries gloves because oh, no. then what do you do with that and and also you only have to go so far before that glove starts filling up that's so true yeah and then why would you need the tissue paper if you don't have the glove fucking now my mind's blown by that information i think the bottom line is know, i'm think, never trying this i will just i think the bottom line is if you're in a panic situation it's amazing the lengths that we will fucking go to to push that shit around the u-bend isn't it just I thought you were going to say just pop a bit of tissue over it and flush it and the tissue will force it down. No, <laughs> pop the tissue over it and then push bits push. and then manhandle it manhandle violently it, yeah. <laughs> until it chooses to dissipate. <laughs> oh my God, that feels really stressful. Yeah, no, you can't do that. Um, but, um Thanks for writing in. <laughs> I really appreciate it. And the tidy up time, is that not an appropriate That is actually, that's, that's perfect for it, isn't it? Right, let's do a little ask breaker. Sorry, I just fired if you heard that. I did hear it. Okay, this would be a good one for you, actually. What is your favourite item you've bought this year? I think I know. The lampshade. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> and you, oh, my God, I know you so much. Look at it. It is beautiful. Up there. Um, I spent, okay, yeah, we can talk about the lampshade. So I uh, recently moved house been decorating yada 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 i'm sure and your house is beautiful it is looking beautiful i will i don't have any qualms about saying that he's looking and this room in particular my bedroom oh my god i love this room yeah so your bedroom is fit it's very like 1930s very feminine sexy it's lush it's got lots of nice 
textures and colors and all the rest of it yeah so the light so it's from a place called pookie lights and it's like brass and glass and it's just stunning brass and glass brass and glass uh but it was expensive it's actually it's the first time in my life that i've spent a lot of money on what like one item of homeware shit um, and I really am denied about it for ages. I was like, oh, I've done a fucking justify it. So it's 350 quid, which to some people probably isn't a lot of money. And to other people, that's a fucking dick load of money. Mm-hmm. And it did feel like a lot to spend on a fucking lampshade. But now, I mean, honestly, I debated over buying it for about two months. And then I, I decided to buy it, went to buy it, and it was out of stock. And I was absolutely devoid. And then the second it came back in stock, I was like, fuck it, I'm buying it. And I'm so glad that I did. It is. Well, I mean, just wonderful. to sum up from a cost effective point of view, you spent £300 on that lampshade or 350 I spent £300 on two tortoises that will basically <laughs> see us through until our grandchildren are here. So if you want to talk about cost effectiveness, <laughs> you will. I'm up there. It might have been an impulsive buy, but worth every penny. It has longevity in it. <laughs> I also think we shouldn't have to justify our purchases. If that's what we want to do, then fuck it. You know, I know people that feel like they have to justify what they do, and it's like, but actually, it's got it's none of anybody's goddamn di- business. It's funny, isn't it? Because uh, money is really a difficult thing to talk about for a lot of people. Controversial. Um, especially if you're British, I find like yeah. people don't like saying how much they earn don't like talking about how many how much things cost are definitely yeah. obsessed with that whole like it's a bargain it's a bargain I am a bit like that yeah I struggle with it because I feel like I have to justify like yeah buying something and being like oh yeah it was like proper thrifty yeah I know and uh, the other thing is too I think you know I I can afford it so yeah. it's all right isn't it you just yeah. live within your means don't you I couldn't have afforded it five years ago but I can afford it now yeah, and I should be, be ashamed of that. of that. Should be really ashamed of that. Should, should not I? be ashamed of that. No, it's not like I'm rolling in money, but um, what you fucking know, I spent three hundred fifty quid on a lampshade. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> it's your money. You do what the fuck you like with it, and even if you're putting it on tick, it's got fuck all to do with anybody else. I oh, know you're so this, yeah right. This, this fucking need to be in other people's business. Go pinch your own pennies. You. Fucking stuck up. Go buy your own 350 pound lunchtime, you can't. And then and then come back to me and fucking piss a moan about it. <laughs> the double can't. What about you? What's been your most uh favorite purchase? I mean, this week I'd say the tortoises. Yeah. The week before, I'd probably say, I don't know. I'm I I don't know, I really struggle. You know what? Actually, I do think I know what my favorite purchase is. It was the paint. To zhuzh up my mm-hmm. units. Oh yes. Or could I include my therapist? She's not a she's not a product. <laughs> she feels like it. <laughs> but you could. No, I'm gonna say the paint. Do you do you reckon you're quite materialistic? Do material or not materialistic, because that's 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 got the negative connotations, but do material things bring you joy? Buying brings me joy. Yeah, me but too. I don't need anything designer. I'm not particularly drawn to big, expensive things. Like if I can get things on a bargain, that's definitely like inbuilt in me, then I will. Um, 
So I'm not materialistic, but I do fucking love a purchase. Mate, I just like nice things. I like nice things. Yeah, I don't. I, don't, I like nice. I like things that look nice, but I don't need them to be expensive. Like no, if they not come from. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, come some on, people home, like it's all about yet? status. No, oh, I need to go. I can't the believe this. Kids, am I? I feel like we need to record that live, that experience. You go <laughs> there the there first time. With my microphone and the laptop under my arm. <laughs> you will have a heart attack because the adrenaline that I get going into that place I've is I've been told insane. it's expensive though. I'm like the range. What? Who said that? Linz. You absolute bunch of cheapskates. <laughs> <laughs> I am cheap though. It's I'm quite. What the fuck? It's not expensive. Everything's half the recommended retail price. Oh God! There are she there are expensive it. things in there. There are a few expensive things in there, but generally, I wouldn't say it's expensive. It's very reasonable. Absolute fucking bargains in there. It's brilliant. Depends what you're after. I suppose. I don't know what I'm after. Quite honestly, I know. I never know. What I'm if I go in there and I don't know what I'm after, I just come out with. Well, I come out with just random shit every time I go because I can't help it. Yeah, this is me. I I like I like to titivate. Steve doesn't. Steve doesn't give a shit about titivation. So he would leave. Like we've previously said, he would just leave everything as is. Yeah, wouldn't change anything ever. For quite, <laughs> you know, let's redecorate, and inwardly a part of him dies because he hates. <laughs> he fucking hates anything like that. And I like I like to judge. Yeah, I'm a judge. I've always put an effort into my surroundings. It means. It makes me feel secure. Yeah, I don't think, I think the older I've got, the more interested I've become in it. Nice, it's good. Zhuzh. Say it one more time. Zhuzh. So um, that's, that was quite a good icebreaker for you yeah, this week. Yeah, I like that one. Um, I mean, I, I'm literally like, because I've just bought that, that was on my mind. I'm sure there's other things that I've... Uh, <laughs> I'm like, hello. I'm still rating that cock ring, even though you hate it. Hmm. I'm sorry. I haven't I used didn't. it since. Actually, I haven't had you have zero, sex, zero sex. That was like two weeks ago, right? Yeah. Um, I've struggled slightly with the sex fact this week. Oh, why? Just couldn't get like, fo- I couldn't not really the find anything that really, you know, when it made me want to bite. Hit your button. Yeah. And made me want to do like, you know, my normal little rabbit hole research. So here we go. It's just a little brief one today. A little, a little titillating teaser of some facts. So, Laura. Yes. Have you heard? No, I haven't. <laughs> In ancient Rome, blowjobs were given as punishment. Now, when I read that, I was like, oh, so wait a minute. So if you did something bad, you got a blowjob because that made absolutely no sense to me. But no, it's the other way around. Sometimes um, if you committed a crime, the punishment would be that you've got to give someone a blowjob and then you were let off. So you could have been male or female and then you had to give a blowjob. Yeah, like literally there was an example of punishment. someone was, yeah, like running across the field and stole a potato. (laughs) (laughs) What a dramatic turn of events that could be. Then the person that owns the potato field would be like, uh, excuse me, you can't steal my potato, mate. Give me a blowjob. And then they'd have to do and it. I'll let it's you like... off this time. That <laughs> sounds like a very sort of uh, closeted gay community. Yeah. That just didn't want to. Oh, no, they were, so they were very into same sex sexual 
uh, going ons, the Romans. Oh, were they? Yeah, but it was, as were the Greeks, the ancient Greeks too. But it was like, um, you couldn't do too much because it was seen as being too effeminate, but you were allowed to have like, you know, a little So there was controversial tug. lines <laughs> between <laughs> how many tugs you received. Yeah, but... Um, it was sort of a little bit frowned upon anyway, blowjobs, as was fellatio. Fellatio was like, so a man given, you know, the old, no, sorry, for the cunnilingus. No, <coughs> cunnilingus. men giving cunnilingus to women was like, no, don't do that, mate. Uh, just literally you, you get a blowjob for her and that's oh, it. Douglas got throat cancer. <laughs> when he was an ancient Roman. <laughs> no, because he gave too much cunnilingus. What? That is 100%. He actually said that. that yeah, is, that's, uh, there you go. There's your sex fact. Oh, my God. That is not. A, that is absolutely no scientific evidence to say that giving Mate, Kelly mate he actually said Michael Douglas. Michael. What was he doing? Smoking it. You need to get the facts on that, Laura. Uh, Michael Douglas has revealed that his stage four, I don't know if it was stage four, throat cancer, was a result of an HPV infection that he got from oral sex. Oh. <laughs> he went down too many times. I didn't know. No, it could have just been one time, but he just got the infection that one time. Do you think it was Catherine? <laughs> HPV is so common. Well, they vaccinate against it now, don't they? Yeah, because everyone's got it, basically. They test you now at your smear test for it. Do they? Yeah. But how on earth did he get it in his throat? I didn't know that you could. I thought it was a, gen, a genital can thing. You, can you just take it all back now? I know, but I still find it You're absolutely ridiculous. fucking bullshit. <laughs> My fact is better than your fact this week. <laughs> and you pretty much just made I it I just up. rolled that. <laughs> That's the useless fact that I stored in my brain. Well, let's just go back to these Roman slags for a minute. Uh, so it was common practice in Roman times that noblemen and soldiers were on the receiving end of the BJ, while slaves and lower class women would be the ones on their knees. Interestingly, the male was seen as the active participant of the act, while the woman was seen as passive as she was the one receiving the penis. Uh, so basically, you just have to go. Open your mouth. Open that's your it. mouth and you just don't take do it. it. That's horrible, or... isn't it? Because Roman society was patriarchal and masculinity defined a person standing in society. Um, has anything changed? Nothing. It's only fitting that blowjobs were an extension of that concept. In fact, a man looking to return the favour to his female lover was seen as a bit of a loser. What? I know. My God. And that's why there are still some real Romans about now. Big time. Oh, that is a good insult, isn't it? You'd be like, God, you're such a Roman. (laughs) Why are you acting like such a Roman? (laughs) I'm going to use that on Rob later. (laughs) I used to be so good at blowjobs. I wouldn't even know anymore. I haven't given one for God knows how long. No, I mean, I've I've always had real issues with breathing through my nose, so I've probably been pretty. <laughs> you're not shit supposed to put it up your nose, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But breathing through your nose while you're doing a blowjob, I can't do it. I can now, but I I've, the first part of my life I couldn't. The first part of my life. Are you like a pug? Like you're like genetically. Yeah, that's, a, that's what I'm like. In this space, <laughs> Not being able to breathe through your nose. As, as, as I With a penis in your mouth. Hence why Steve's probably not the biggest fan. He's like, it's all right, let's just skip that, shall we? Well, you've got massive buggy bubbles coming out of your nostrils. <laughs> <Yeah>. Snot bubbles. <laughs> um, that's so sexy. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't. No, I'm not there anymore. No. I wouldn't even know what to do anymore. No. no, this is why I'd be shit at dating. I don't want to have to do any of that. 
So are you going to give us a funny story? Yes, let me give you a story. Okay, now this is uh, the the opening line of this is just perfect. There's no hello, no introduction. She just goes straight in, bang. So here we go. <laughs> so my 18 month old fingered me. <laughs> my 18 month old. Yeah, I got struck down with a DMV bug caught from my dear son whilst my husband was out playing golf. I was pretty heavily pregnant with our second son. I was getting as close to the toilet as possible for whichever end decided to explode next. And I was naked. (laughs) Been there, naked, just waiting for the shit or the vomit to come out. As I was bending over the toilet, vomiting, I didn't realise that my 18-month-old was following me. (laughs) As I retched and vomed simultaneously, he stuck what felt like a fist up my vagina. (laughs) This must have moved my lack of pelvic floor muscles uncontrollably because I pissed and shat. (laughs) She pissed and shat. So she's pissed and shat all over her 18-month-old child whilst whilst he fists her. Fucking hell. While being nine months pregnant. That poor kid. Give that poor bitch a slot on Oprah. I feel it was only fair payback for the horror of the previous years and the potty training to follow. (laughs) I never knew it was humanly possible to vomit, piss and shit at once. In a strange turn of events... On a human. (laughs) On a human, on a small child. (laughs) But just FYI, this is nothing to do with us. We can't be responsible for what happened to that child. We're literally just relaying a story. We are relaying a story. So the fact that he may have got dysentery from the shit on his face from his, from his mother. mother's bowel, <laughs> projectile shitting into his mouth is not our fault. Um, in a, I just like this ending. In a strange turn of events, my husband called to say he had just shot himself on the 18th hole. <laughs> <laughs> and that evening, my waters broke. <laughs> Oh my god <laughs> Maybe the earliest sibling stretch and sweep Had done the job That's right Her kids gave her a fucking sweep Inadvertently <laughs> Stuck out there Call the midwife Call the toddler more like um, Have you ever shat on your kids, Laura? No, never I can honestly say successfully I've never shit on either of my children It's happened the other way around, of course Because, you know, oh, babies just shit all the time I've had shit on my hands have you ever been fisted by a child? <laughs> no, I've missed that experience as well, unfortunately. Um, I can honestly say that everything that happened to her has never happened to me. No. And no. I don't wish to exclude her. No, but make that... her feel like a lonely uh, mother that's experienced something that horrific, but I really can't actually relate to anything that she's been through. <laughs> so. so... So bad On every level But it's so funny How would you come back from that? I think that's the sort of thing When your husband calls and says I've just shit myself on the 18th hole How do you go Okay, so I need to tell you something Toby fisted me (laughs) And I accidentally shouted him And him as well (laughs) And I've been sick too like, you need uh, to in what home. order do you do it like, <laughs> I just need you to sit down And I need you to hear me out Before we, we even engage in conversation The thing with that though Is that children don't remember anything Before the age of three so No but I feel like that's you really You can take that to the grave it's mate really, It's really fucked up as a mum I think I'd really struggle with The silence of that situation 
<laughs> the silence, what do you mean? The fact that you wouldn't be able to ever go when you were 18 months old, I shit in your face and I piss in it because you shoved your hand up my vagina. <laughs> but there's never an, an easy way to introduce that conversation, is there? I love the fact that it just slid up there with such ease. Yeah. Such a such a bucket minge, just like that. <laughs> Didn't even notice. It was like he almost like he was trying the unflushable poo trick and trying to get a turd. Yeah, around the you He's like, come here, mommy. I know what to do. <laughs> Don't worry. I've got a piece of toilet paper. Everything's going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hate golf. Don't you absolutely hate golf? What is I the think point golf of it? is the most pointless fucking thing ever. It's so you know, boring. it's like Justin Timberlake's really into it. I don't know why I'm picking Justin Timberlake here. <laughs> Tiger Woods is probably more relevant. I'm loving your random celebrity facts today. That's your Justin second one. Timberlake, Michael Douglas. Michael I'm Douglas over. got minged, right? Oh my God, he actually got minged, right? He got minged. Real got life minged, minged right? Um, and then, <laughs> are we allowed to joke about stage four throat cancer? I'm so sorry oh. if you... <laughs> Oh, so disrespectful. Not to me, to Michael Douglas. <laughs> I just fired as we were discussing his diagnosis. His terminal illness. It's not terminal. He's good oh, now. Okay. All right, they're good. He's recovered. I mean, I seem to know a lot about Michael. You do. And Justin Timberlake. There you go. Two excellent facts for us today. He likes golf. I any would more? like to personally pull any more out. Oh, I actually, I think I'd like to um, just linger, you know, give you. <laughs> A bit like that fart that I just did. It seems to smell quite bad. Um, I might wait for another perfect opportunity to give you a celebrity fact. Do you know what? I'm actually surprised that that's our first fart that we, that's been audible. Well, I don't on think the, it's your first fart. It's just been audible. I've done yeah. loads, but you never heard them. But you're are you sitting on the leather chair? No, you're very silent but violent, aren't you? No, I'm sat on the carpet. Not normally. <laughs> I was trying, when I was patting Edith to sleep last night, I kept doing absolute stonkers. And I was like, oh, that is going to wake her up. It was like, <laughs> like so, <laughs> you know, and it hurts your bum. It's like, wow. How is yeah, that you know when so it's, forceful? It's when it's so hot. Yeah. And it's like it just, yeah. you know, it's, bad. it's like it's, it's blowing up a balloon. These didn't They're smell. Like, they were just angry. But what is it about the satisfying smell of your own fart? Yeah, although some of mine are so hideous, they're not satisfying. That they actually repulse me. When I was initially pregnant with Toby, I think I was almost in tears with how bad they were. <laughs> Steve, oh was. my god, I Steve had was the like, worst Laura, I can't, I can't cope with this for another nine months. He was like, this can't, this can't go on. And I remember I'd fart, and it would just be the the hot, penetrating air, and it was like his ears would prick up in fear, <laughs> like, oh god, like, I'm again. so sorry. And <laughs> Yeah, I think Rob's just he's just, you know, he's had enough now. He's just literally he's like, seriously, is this really this is this it for us? Anyway, right. Um, Vic, would you like to partake in a little agony aunt? Oh, yes, please. I do love an agony aunt. <laughs> oh, okay. still, I've been thinking about on my advice last week. I'm like, was that a bit harsh? <laughs> Damn well, Ben. I didn't really say that explicitly, but too fucking late. <laughs> I would it's like to know. Aired. Can we have a follow-up? Yeah, can we have a follow-up? Follow Do up, you agree please. with our advice? Have you left them already and then instantly regretted it? Because if so, then that was great because you, you followed our me. advice and then realised actually it wasn't the right thing to do. So eventually you've done the right thing and it's not our fault. <laughs> oh, souls are cleansed. Okay. Hi, ladies. I have an agony aunt for you. My husband and I have a great sex life. Sometimes it's vanilla. Sometimes it's kinky. With two small kids, sometimes flicking my own bean. Lately, he's shown an interest in his G-spot. 
He's asked yesterday if I would be interested in pegging. There have been a few hints, but I've avoided it. I'm not sure how I feel about it. I'm a bit scared and intimidated, but also not against it. Slightly intrigued. How do I pluck up the courage to don a strap on and give it a go? I have loads of sex toys we use regularly, so I feel like it's his turn to explore this if he wants to, and I like to make him feel nice. Oh, oh, bloody peg him. Yeah, Get your peg on. I say, fucking go for it, mate. But I suppose if you're feeling nervous about it, why don't you just um, do some research about pegging? I was going to say you're going to serve a couple of drinks. Yeah. No, Yay, no. let's encourage alcoholism. No, 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 don't do that. Because um, then he might shit himself if he's got a loose bowel from all the booze. So I'd say, no, don't do that. Uh, so pegging, just to explain, is anal sex with a strap on, isn't it? Well, I- I'd forgotten. You'd forgotten. I'm just going to quickly just double check that. Fact checked. Fact check moment. Pegging. Isn't it any kind of anal penetration? It's a woman. Okay. So pegging is a sexual practice in which a woman penetrates a man's anus with a strap on dildo. So that is very specifically a woman giving it to a man with a strap on dildo. I think if he's down, she's down. But how does she get the confidence to do it? It, it would be, think about it, how we're so used to being on the receiving end of the D. Quite daunting. <laughs> to know, I know we know the basics of, you know, where to put it, or in this case, Happy's bum, and then the rhythm and all the rest of it of, you know, Just, back yeah. and forth, back and forth. But it must be really strange to be in the reverse I, role. I honestly wouldn't, yeah, I don't know. I, I think maybe just research good ones to start with. Yeah, what would you look at? Porn? Porn might no, be better than Harper. No, I think we got to fucking buy one, haven't you? Oh, sure, right. Although she said she's bought you one, right? You can buy ones that are genuinely... Did she? Yeah. No? No, she said she has loads of sex toys. Oh, she's got loads of sex toys, so... Yeah, I have loads of sex toys we use regularly, so I feel it's his turn to explore this. So, so she's going to have to buy a strap-on dildo. So I would Google it, like, first-time strap-ons. First-time strap-ons. First-time anal strap-ons. <laughs> because otherwise you could have first-time vaginal strap-on. So I've actually literally just done a quick Google search, and there's loads on Google about first-time pegging. There must be forums. Yes, 100%. I'd say just invest a little bit of time. Figure out what kind of pegging you're into. Oh, good Lord. Do you know that there is also websites where you can watch that? Really? Maybe that's a good idea, though. I don't know. Not this one, I don't <laughs> think. www.xxx.com. <laughs> oh, yeah. First time pegging. Whoa. Free sex videos. Um, Anything that comes free is not going to be good. I mean, I wonder if they've done any bum bum play before of any description and she's stuck a little cheeky finger up there or maybe she needs to start. Although I think there's something quite different about sticking your finger up someone's ass versus a dildo because effectively yeah, a strap if you're sticking well. a strap on, it's not going to be touching you if there's any shit on it. No, that's true. Yeah, there's less <laughs> less less poo exposure. Going wow. on. I mean, I don't even know why I Googled any of this. <laughs> I can't unsee. I can't unsee. First time pegging, she stretches him out with her big fat dick. Oh God, that's just porn, isn't it? We want we want sensible. Steve, uh, Steve, you're not Steve. Steve. <laughs> oh, that's the Freudian slip there. <laughs> pegging, and the first thing you think of, Steve. Every single fucking thing that has come up for me has been porn. 
Oh no, really? X videos, Pornhub, uh, um, XXX, Healthline, random. <laughs> um, I do think that anal play for straight men is a bit of a taboo one, though, isn't it? Yeah, because it feels. I know this is going to sound like a really fucking narrow-minded thing to say, but it feels gay, you know, like that. Yeah, but that's not your opinion, is it? No, it's just this really ridiculous opinion of the fact that you're gay. Perception of it. Like, gay is a negative thing, which I I can't, you know, I can't, I find fucking mental. Bum is associated with gay sex. Unless it's a man giving it to a woman, Yeah, rather than it being like an expression of your enjoyment or what you're into, it's like instantly yeah. it makes you homosexual when it's like, no, it doesn't. It's just making you more liberated in how you explore your sexuality. Wow, what an answer. <sighs> Jesus. It's like I prepared. What would you do if Steve wanted to get pegged? I think I'd be open to it. I'd yeah. give it a go. Yeah, I would. There's something about me that I would love to know what it feels like to have a penis and have sex with a girl. So consuming. Yeah. But Steve's a man. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, small, small detail. No, no, I would love to know what it's like to be a man having sex with a girl. Does that make sense? I know, this is so funny because we're talking about it in the context of you essentially, you know, penetrates Steve and you're just like, I want to have sex with a girl. No, no, no. As a man. No, sorry. It must be so, yeah, I've thought about it many times. It must be so bizarre. I don't know that I would be into it because it doesn't necessarily make me go, oh my God, yeah. Like, I'm not even intrigued by it. I, but I think I'd give it a go. I'd give it a go. There was absolutely, I've said to Rob before, like, you want to go, you know, down that road, up that road. <laughs> down that dirty path. Up that highway. <laughs> and he's like, absolutely not. No, Steve no. has zero interest. I've asked him before. Yeah, he's mainly, his main concern about the whole situation is... <laughs> The extent of his bum beard. Oh, okay. He's just like, it's so hairy. It's just like, there's no point. No, no dildo will penetrate <laughs> the enchanted anal. The enchanted Goldilocks of my bum hole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd give it a go. Have you ever had every, oh no, because you've only been with Steve, haven't you? So that would just be two and obvious answer. I was going to say, have you ever, has there ever been a sexual act thing, exploration, whatever? That you've that one of you's been curious about, but the other one has just been like outright no yeah, way. Yeah, I went through a stage of really wanting a threesome. Did you? Yeah, but he like Steve never has. I don't know. No. I can't think of anything more fucking traumatic to be honest with you. I'd be like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> oh my god! Can you imagine me? Uh, um, your hair's nice. <laughs> um. Would you like a biscuit? <laughs> I get it's it. just that it's the awkward conversation. <laughs> You're like, well, I think about Steve's like awkwardness. It would be so <laughs> fucking hideous. It would be awful. I'm guessing that it would have been with a girl. Yeah. So I, that that was always like my thing when I was probably in my early twenties. I think the reality of obviously I've never had not obviously I've never had one. I've never had the desire to have one when I've been in a relationship with someone, if I was going to do it, it would have to be with two strangers for me. I yeah. Think. I, I just, and the logistics and reality of it, I just think of. Hideous. I'm very jealous, Laura. I'm a very jealous person. Yeah, I am. I am. If Rob, if it was a man or a woman, whoever we had it with, if Rob 
paid any attention to them anyway. Sexually, I was like, are you fucking kidding? It would just be so full of rage. I couldn't enjoy Same. it. But, I I would, but when it was my turn, I'd be like, oh yeah, back off Rob, mate. Yeah, I wouldn't cope. <laughs> I'm getting my fill I just wouldn't cope very well with someone else touching Steve. And Steve equally wouldn't be very good at someone else touching me. I've um, <clears throat> I've watched loads of documentaries about swingers. Um, and I always feel like in the swinging couple, there's just one who just seems like they're not really that up for yeah. it, but they're just doing they're it. They're doing it to keep the other person, the other person. Happy. Yeah. That, there's, there's maybe like one couple that I've seen that seem equally completely on a level with it. But the most of the time is always like, you know, Sandra or whatever sitting there has been like, as he's, you know, Barry's having a go on Susan. Yeah. And she's like, she's not into it. <sighs> whatever keeps him happy. Then she's like, all the other way around. Yeah. And it's the man Like oh yes We, we like to have uh, Other people around I tend to just make The sandwiches yeah. Whilst um, <laughs> Sartre gets Double penetrated Yeah I've seen A couple of documentaries Where it's evident That the other partner Is not into it But they don't feel They have any other option But to go with it To do yeah. it Yeah That's not tragic. That would not be Ideal Yeah like it's <laughs> It's not an ideal situation For me to put Steve In that Sort of No And also it was my early twenties when I think, you know, when you're still kind of getting over that experimental side of you where you're just trying to figure everything out, you know? Yeah. I think it was kind of like that stage in my life where I was just unsure about everything. Yeah. I know that thought of even kissing another person now makes me feel so traumatized, let alone actually getting naked (laughs) in front of one of them and saying, let's have intercourse. With my husband Yeah I just It's just It's too much for me But also don't touch my husband Because I'll fucking kill you Or even look at him So I'll fucking stab your eyes out he sits in the corner And looks horrendously (laughs) awkward And probably cries on the inside Because he doesn't want to do it And can't get an erection Because he's so stressed He'll be so nervous That he won't be able to get an erection That I can guarantee (laughs) I can guarantee Pegging on the other hand I'll do it well, let's do it. Quite happy to be within the <laughs> confines of my own relationship. Nothing outside of that. Yeah, I think it's uh, it is tricky when you with, with your partner wants to do something that you're not quite so into because you're with it absolutely within your rights to say no. It's like it has to be a consensual thing at the end of the yeah. day, and you can't do it because you feel obliged no. or like they're going to be disappointed like she in said you. She's intrigued. Yeah, that's good. So if she's got, if she's curious about it, just indulge the curiosity and go for it. Yeah, worst case scenario, you do it and you go, actually, this isn't for me. I don't enjoy it. He goes, actually, it wasn't for me. Clearly, they sound like they're very much on the same page. So yeah, it sounds like they've got a really good uh, sexual sexual relationship. Very connected to one another. Communication is key. Communication is key. Let us know how you got on. And the previous week, the lady who took our really shit advice, have you left him yet? Why don't you try pegging him? Yeah, who knows? Maybe, maybe the solution be... to your relationship maybe ails. That one relationship ails like an ointment. <laughs> oh, I mean, if he wants to have sex, then you'd be like, right, sure. But I'm pegging you I tonight, want mate. To hit your G spot. I just really like the term. It just sounds really funny. It's like I'm going to peg you so hard. <laughs> I'm going to peg you like you've never been pegged before. Which instantly makes me think of my Spider-Man peg bag that I um. You... What the hell is a Spider-Man peg bag? You know, like your peg bag. Put your pegs you put in. pegs in. Spider-Man are one. Why the fuck are they making a Spider-Man peg? What is the association between hanging up washing and Spider-Man? My mum made it for me. Oh, okay. There you go. 
<laughs> I was like, who thought came up with that in the marketing department? <laughs> I'll tell you who our target market is. Mums putting out washing. They love Spider-Man. <laughs> I don't know why, but my mum felt the theme of the children. And by the way, I don't think that only mums put out washing. No, that is sexist. That is really sexist. But let's be honest, we are the only fucking ones who hang the washing out. Does. <laughs> At least in Sorry. my household. Because I live in the 1950s, apparently. <laughs> I think that feels like we've kind of, you know. I think that's conclusions. We've had, it's a bit of, it's been so sex heavy today. We talked about sex a lot. We do every week. I know we do every week, but I don't know why. It feels like especially so. No, maybe because the agony aunt normally is more like a relationship. And because obviously I talked about Michael Douglas, which would have really honed in on the cunnilingus. You turned up the The thermostat levels. (laughs) The sex thermostat by 98 degrees. (laughs) Yeah, um, it's been wonderful, Laura. Aww, I've yes. learned a lot. I, I was I was hoping for another pegging related celebrity fact, but you didn't hit me with one. I'll get you one next week. Oh God! But all we're just going to be full of facts. It's going to be your sex facts, and it's going to be my celebrity <laughs> useless facts. Yeah, trivia. It's facts and trivia. That's what we call it. It's tidy up time. It's tidy up time, baby. Have you heard that song, <laughs> the kids' song? It's tidy yeah. up. We've had our fun, uh, now we uh, must uh, tidy uh, 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 up. I'm pretty sure we'd get sued if we used that song. Yeah. Maybe. It's pegging time. <laughs> it's time to peg your bum hole. You've had oh, your fun, so now let's letter. go peg you up. <laughs> the bum. <laughs> Love it. Um, all right, then. So, what? yeah, we need to relay some info here. Um, if you want to send us a story about pegging uh, pooing your toddler fisting you anything anything revolting anything it's no holes barred that's the that's the funny yes. thing about this podcast we have no lines and you can send them to laura where can you send them to uh, they can head on over to our instagram page at no holes barred podcast and they can send us a dm or what else can they do vic i can oh for fuck's sake <laughs> <laughs> oh dear you can email us at noholesbardpodcast at gmail.com and don't forget to rate and subscribe the podcast if you can much appreciated much appreciated thank you very much and that's it what is it leaves us nothing else to say Except for then see you next tuesday ta I really wanted you to do a fart then just to end it. I can't it. just squeeze one out. Oh, that's disappointing. <laughs> Don't cheat yourself. <laughs>